All right. Welcome back to Agile Coffee. This is episode 12. I'm joined once again by Brett Palmer. Hi, Victor. Uh, Brett can be reached on Twitter at Brett underscore Palmer. And Mr. John Jorgensen. Hey, it's a laugh, happy, sunshiny day. John can be followed at Water Scumbond. <laughs> Boy, you laugh. He's got more followers than on both of us combined. That's right. There you go. Water Scumbond. I'm Vic Bonacci. I could be followed at Agile Coffee. Anytime you feel like reaching out to us and being a part of our Agile Coffee podcast, you can use the hashtag Ask Agile Coffee or Tell Agile Coffee. Hey, Victor. What, yep. are, what are those books over there? Oh, yeah. This is very exciting. So um, uh, we received a book from the Crown Publishing Group. Uh, it's, it's a new one by Jeff Sutherland, and it's not uh, for sale yet, but it's called Scrum, The Art of Doing Twice the Work in Half the Time. And I'm only about two chapters in. It's an amazing book so far, and it's one of my cards today. I've got a card out there called Pre-Book Review. Right, and in this letter from Crown Publishing, um, it's saying that they're going to give us some extra copies to raffle off at one of our next Agile Coffee events. Posters as well, and Jeff can record a personalized video just for our group. That's awesome. Isn't that nice? That's awesome. That would be awesome. I want to see the video. But, you know, a full-blown retro would be totally cool. Like, Mm -hmm. what went well what went not so well, what we want to change. And I'd love to hear from our listening audience, quite frankly, because, you know, I have my opinions, but uh, I don't think that I have the last word on the matter and certainly safety in numbers. So I'd like to have other people backing up some kind of an opinion. And then, my gosh, like Jeff might even listen. Jeff (laughs) might even change. You know, he's probably iterating. So this would be cool, I think, to get everybody involved in. They go on to say that you know every element of the framework of Scrum is there for a reason, and Jeff wrote this book because he realized so many people were just blindly following the rules of Scrum. Right. So this book is not a textbook. It's not a dry, here's how to do Scrum. Yeah, and this, this book is just, uh, it's a masterpiece. It's an instant yeah. classic. Absolutely. It really is, yeah. It, it's truly. So, so kudos, kudos to Jeff. Absolutely. And, you know, this might be the book that kind of takes Scrum beyond IT. That would be awesome. That's really what the next step is. Absolutely. In the evolution. And and this is why I think, you know, everybody from every walk of life in Scrum and Agile should should chime in. You know, if you're a CST or you're a PST or Or you're an SPC or you're an IC Agile trainer, folks who have been walking the walk Or even ACI. Yeah, somebody from ACI that, you know, has obviously been doing the Agile thing and training coaches themselves. I would love to hear everybody's opinion on this. Reach out to us using the hashtag TellAgileCoffee or the AskAgileCoffee. Try to get into this dialogue before we have our official meeting on the topic where we should probably give out some books. What do you guys think? Let's give them away. Give them away, yes. So um, sometime in the fall, October or November, follow us on Twitter at Agile Coffee and find out when we plan to have the um, the discussion. So, yeah. so one proviso is that you, you have to contact us to get the book, and you have or to show up. Yeah, or to show one up. of our Agile Coffee, you know, recordings or or coffee meetings. Yeah, and there's a commitment, right? So there's a mutual accountability that when we have our event, that you chime in on what you liked, maybe what you didn't like, what you would change. So everybody benefits, everybody wins because we're getting. Real feedback for Jeff, not just our own personal right. opinions. You know, it, it's funny. You were um, 
you're going to ask me about SEUs. Right. So when we do meet and right. we have our um, non-recording sessions, uh, we do provide SEUs because we are an officially recognized uh, group, Scrum group, from Scrum Alliance. So we can... Um, I mean, is that not awesome or what, guys? So, right. You don't have to pay us a dime just by showing up and, and participating. And when get, we get sponsors from from companies, you know, then we'll be able to give out free pizza. That would be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? Well, maybe non-pizzas. Or non-pizzas. Real, real lunches or dinners mm-hmm. or whatever it is we're doing. moving on up in the world. So, um, cool. I mean, this this book came like two weeks ago to our, our office here. And um, I've been reading Joy, Inc., uh, the Richard Sheridan book. Good I've also Richard. been rereading uh, the Gene Tabaka collaboration explained, um, and then with if you include other books like Dave Logan's Tribal Leadership or Daniel Pink's Drive, uh, this Scrum book by Jeff Sutherland, The Art of Doing Twice the Work in Half the Time, really kind of fits into that <clears throat> panoply, that that uh, bunch of books. I call it uh, the canon. This is yeah. this is a canon. Yeah, version. just yeah, that yeah. subset of books. Uh, kind of talking about the idea of happiness and joy in the workplace and sustainable place and respecting people. Yep. Um, just a pleasure to read, mm-hmm. truly. All right, that yeah. brings us to the end of this topic. Next up, we have Nerf gun economy. Questions about the Nerf gun economy. Yeah, so I said it was going to get out there um, in terms of my non-traditional approaches using the training from the back of the room approach from Sharon Bowman. And I meant it. And what I mean by that is I want to get people moving. I want to get people hyper-engaged. I would like to have you know, a high level of acuity among my participants. And this is one of them. So now, are you referring to within the dynamics of just a team uh, that's functioning within a corporation? Or are you talking uh, specifically no. to training? Specifically which, which, training. Which environment? Where are we yeah. when when where are we when the Nerf guns are coming out? Right. So that's the thing. Is this would be in a training situation, preferably something about Scrum. Okay. Um, but it could it could be used in any or, or, or Kanban or right. any, any coaching kind of, or yeah. whatever. Any topic where like there's there's going to be a need to have some interaction, and so let's say you have a question but you're afraid to ask. We need to find a way to encourage people to ask questions. And so when I'm training, I'm talking, and people hear something that they don't understand. Rather than like raising their hand and waiting politely till they mm-hmm. forget what they were going to ask or I get off topic, mm-hmm. they would pull out a Nerf gun. It could be a disc or one of the bullets, and they shoot it at me. Or they shoot it at a target. <laughs> and then I stop and think, okay, somebody had a question. Now they should get some kind of reward for asking that question. And that could be given by me or it could be given by the other people who had the same question but were afraid to ask. So they get bullets, and that's the bullet economy. Oh, I like this. It's kind of like okay. giving Bitcoin to yes. somebody who's right. having a problem online, right? Right. Um, I, I'd like to pause and say, maybe propose instead of shooting at you, the yeah. presenter, uh-huh. maybe have a gong or some a gong, other yeah, device. Yeah, sound. You know, okay, sure. It sounds like it sets up an ugly precedent. For <laughs> shooting the shooting traitor. You. It sounds like they're throwing tomatoes at you. Yeah, literally killing the messenger. <laughs> so, yeah, and then maybe, you know, each, each team, because, you know, it's a cabaret setting where you have tables with, you know, five or six people per table. Mm-hmm. So they've got, like... 
an ammunition dump. You know, and they they can fire off uh, bullets, of course, for questions. But then when somebody has asked another good question, you got to fire some bullets to them. So you maybe you're hitting their. Guy. Why, why couldn't they do it like back in the old school 1950s, where the kid mm-hmm. in the back of the room mm-hmm. would fold a piece of paper into the paper airplane and just like you throw know it. throw it in the room? That would work if it, you know, if it made a sound. I mean, that was old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you couldn't really embed your at, question into a Nerf bullet. Right. Right. Well, maybe if you rolled it real tight and put it right <laughs> in the middle. I don't know. Because, yeah, they are hollow in the middle. But anyways, so that's the thing is I, I, want, I want to encourage uh, people to interact. And maybe they ask each other questions. But so at the end of the, the, the two-day training, then it's a question of, well, like, which table has the most bullets, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in, in, in memory of, you know, the, the, the training, heck, you know, take the Nerf gun home. You know, take the bullets home. Be proud of it. Um, it's kind of like swag. So um, that's the idea. Is it the question again? Uh, as you remember from like the scrum stages, is it too too much? Is it going to take the topic and put it as a sidelight, or does it yeah. does it distract? I mean, obviously, there's going to be some context switching when you hear the gong, you see the guns, you get you know you you want to start firing a lot. Again, I think coming. Uh, I, I think it would also depend on the crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and and what that dynamic is like. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I have a quiet crowd, that's specifically like the ones that I'm trying to affect and influence the most. Do I just like pull out a trunk full of guns and say, "Okay, we're starting the Nerf gun economy," mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the opposite? The people that are more comfortable with that kind of flamboyant expression of passion. Well, you might need to have a few plants within that uh, crowd that's a mm-hmm. bunch of, like, quiet people to mm-hmm. try to get them to come out of their shell. Yeah. Yeah. I like this idea. No, it's very good. I don't know if I'd use it at an NRA training. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but otherwise. That's not a real gun. No, but... So... And I want to make it fun, right? We're, when when we that, have a... Yeah. a when we have an emotional experience, mm-hmm. we retain more of the content yep. for a longer period of time. So that's what that's all about. It, and... It, Please realize, like for me, this is a big leap. This is this is something going outside my comfort zone because I don't want to be perceived as the rabble rouser, the guy that you know is about the fluff rather than the content. Right. I'd like to keep exploring this because I think there's definitely some kernel there that that can be mm-hmm. used, and maybe it's a game that can be developed. Yes. Maybe it's a type of facilitation that can be developed. Yeah, it actually there's is more, a gamification if sure. you think about it, because right. you're you're trying to keep points using mm-hmm. bullets essentially. I have something I want to add to this. Um, So basically there is a a teacher named Katie Brown, and Mm -hmm. she was the state of Washington's teacher of the year. Mm -hmm. And Bill Gates met with her um, and and wrote up in his blog. um, Bill Gates Mm -hmm. has a blog. Mm -hmm. um, And and so so if you go on that blog, you can read about um, his – his conversation with Katie Brown, mm-hmm. but but she's a she's a middle school teacher mm-hmm. and she teaches and she has retrospectives with her other teachers and teachers mm-hmm. can uh, watch each other teach mm-hmm. and explore different things and then she's got like different ideas oh, wow. about how 
teachers um, could do classroom learning, um, yeah. but then they break off into small groups, mm-hmm. and so there's group group smaller group training, mm-hmm. and then there's individual one on one within that within the framework. So nice. it's really interesting reading, and I encourage everybody to go and check that out. Right, That's let's put great. that it's link uh, on uh, agilecoffee.com/slash episode. Yeah. yeah, it's Bill Gates meets uh, with Katie Brown. Definitely want to read right. that. And as I'm building on this gamification concept, you right. know, you gave me an idea actually, which is so. If you had the gong be a target, you know, there's concentric circles on most circular gongs, um, the and you use sticky bullets. They have suction mm-hmm. cups on the end. They, you know, you hit the gong and maybe not the bullseye, but if other people had the same question but were just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. they weren't quick enough to, to 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 hit the gong first, they can move your sticky bullet, you know, your suction cup bullet to the middle so that you get more points for asking the question. I don't know. It's just another mm-hmm. idea to gamify it, but. That's where I was kind of going with that. All right, that brings us to the end of the Nerf gun economy um, topic. So with that gives us one final topic today, and that is... Proximity switch estimating with laser pointers. Oh, wow. So we go from Nerf guns to laser pointers. Right. Okay. So this is different. Now, we've got to reset the, the, okay, reset, the scenario. Reset, right? Okay, reset. Okay. Please do not try this. Is this like laser tag? Is this David, Dave and Buster's? Is this, is this a Mark Layton event? It, it is kind of. So this is, this is the setting we're doing estimating, right? Now, the Scrum Alliance has officially said that planning poker is not part of Scrum. That's it's, official. Right. It's not an official, like, you must use practice. planning poker. Yeah, yeah. it's not official practice. So if it's not, then, then, then you can plan and you can estimate any way you want. Here's what I'm saying. You put up the numbers on a wall. You know, it's a scale of perhaps modified Fibonacci numbers, whatever it is that you want to use. And then you have each of the people, like, in a, in a row, like, like in a firing line. So they okay. can't see each other's they can't see each other's pointers. And you got a little pointer here, just okay. in your hand, and you got your finger on the button to okay. illuminate the laser or not. Okay. And and the scrum master, you know, instead of counting down three, two, one for playing poker, right? He walks across the scale from zero to, to five, and he's holding a little target. Mm-hmm. And they turn on their they turn on their lasers to hit the target where they think he's in a range that realistically applies to that user story. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he leaves the range, they turn off their, their pointer. And he goes, wait a minute, okay, I've lost, I've lost like five beads. I had five beads okay. on my, on okay. my target. So, so, so he goes back. Okay. Then he gets all five okay. beads back. He goes, so, okay, so, somewhere around right here. Okay, as long as there's no, like, mist or smoke in the room, you know, it's <laughs> no, nowhere. Well, it's, it's not a okay. now, I like this idea. Yeah. But what, I, what I was thinking when you were mentioning this, I was thinking, like, yeah. you would have the Fibonacci numbers on the wall. Yes. And then you'd have people just pointing the dots on the numbers. And yeah. then you could yeah. see, you could kind of do, like, dot you know, dot voting. I don't know if I'd thing. like to be the scrum master out there and having people like try <laughs> and poke point, my eyes. See, that, <laughs> see but okay, right. but here's the here's uh-huh. where this thing fails. It fails if you uh-huh. have a remote team that's yes. dialing in, yeah. and True. so now, so so like the planning poker website through Mountain. Mm-hmm. Mountain Goat uh, software, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Cohn's uh, yes. site. Uh, that's uh, you know great. I mean, it's yeah. great because because then onshore and offshore teams can get in simultaneously mm-hmm. and vote on things. Um, so, so how would I, this work? You okay. got to extend right. this to the offshore right. model as so well. So if there's so. a web, so if there's a web version of this, is what you're talking about, or or okay. or, or web or or some some other way. So believe it or not, like okay. if you could if you could create a web app that had like a little 
I mean, it doesn't need to be a bear, like some kind of a target, right? It's, it's a scrubber. It's a slider, right? And it's it's ranging between those two extremes. It's, like a, it's, it's going back, oscillating. It's yeah, oscillating. it's oscillating. It's, it's back oscillating and back and forth. Yeah, right? and you're you're hitting it with with some sort of a pointer. So you would need to have a web app that could show everybody's pointer on right. their computer, and you're seeing where people put their pointer on it and where they mm-hmm. take it off, and where they okay. put the pointer and where they take it off. And eventually, you start developing some sort of, okay, it could be between a three and a four and a half, but right. more, because mm-hmm. there's got to be some critical mass of mm-hmm. agreement. And, of course, you would right. pause it. But so you're engaging people's this. physiology yeah. in this. Yeah, you're, you're, you're getting their, their, their visual focus, right. and, and as, they're, as they're kind of getting a little bit of, I guess you could say some, some tension or frustration with, why does everybody's pointer drop off when it passes this one mm-hmm. number? And I think that that number still applies. Mm-hmm. Okay, pause the game, mm-hmm. talk about it. Then play the game again until everybody pretty much is illuminating, you know, their pointer at the same point, taking mm-hmm. off the same place. And you're and the and, and the the functional piece of this is, hey, it's a range. We don't know exactly which number it is. Right. Like you know, yeah. more there's a kind of a preponderance of people's pointers at one point mm-hmm. that disappears at another point. Yeah, but it's a range. Yeah, it's a range, and it's it's promoting the conversation, which yes. is uh, the other big. Big key element there. Yeah, so that's proximity switch estimating with laser pointers. How did you come about this idea? You're I was one day. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I was reading through um, the Growing Agile uh, curriculum for Scrum Master, and I I saw something about um, story point estimation, and all of a sudden the visual came. Uh, they, they they talk about placing the numbers on the wall. And to me, it reminded me of like the Disneyland shooting gallery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or whack a mole. Whack a mole. Yeah, so that's really what it's all about. Oh, great. Good. All right, so so we have one more topic. The next topic is new books, boil downs. Right. So this this is so Brett just had a good idea. Brett just had a good idea, and unfortunately, it was off mic. But let's recap. So, so. the idea is like. There are a lot of books out there now about mm-hmm. Scrum and Agile. I, I would, I've, I've seen a statistic, it escapes me, but it's somewhere north of like 150, somewhere south of 1,500, but that's a lot of reading. <laughs> and so... And who has time to read all these books? Time, right. And I'm not discouraging reading the books. There's no replacement for like reading the book, meeting the person, right. having an email dialogue with or, them. Or taking a training class. Taking or a training class. Absolutely. Right. Nothing will replace that. But you got to get exposed to these concepts right. sooner rather than later. And so the idea was, well, what if we got these boil down books, uh, book boil downs? It's like a book report. You know, you've been doing this well, since well, I think grade. I think that it came from the need that a lot of these books that should be on Audible.com or you know should be available should be available. They're not no right? because this is a you know IT niche. you know whatever IT niche or whatever yeah. you know. So if we could condense the most important points, the most applicable to everyday Scrum practitioners, mm-hmm. and make it listenable. Not something like some boring person, like no. just reading, but but make it listenable, engaging, yeah. something that people could listen to in their car. I mean, yeah. so so the thing about it is, is that when people are commuting, and especially mm-hmm. in Southern California with these long commutes, you know, that is net time. That's no extra time, right. and they could be listening to the radio and listening to like the news, or yeah. they could be listening to something that's really going to give them some valuable education, right? Because you, know I mean? you know what, in, 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 in real life. Like, 
I'll be I'll be at my desk, right? I've got a retro to run. I've got a stand-up to run. I've got a lot of stuff i got to do. And I get emails. And the emails will give me ideas. Maybe I read an article. And boom, there I am in front of the team, and I'm actually putting it on the board, literally. And so that same thing can happen. You can't read email while you drive. Please do not read email while you drive. But you can listen. So you're talking about a short, something short. easily consumable, like three yeah. to five minute little podcast format. Either that or 20 minutes. Something that, be, you know, because if you got, I don't know, we can iterate through what that right. might but look like. But definitely different from this format in that it's not a free-flowing conversation, conversation no. or dialogue, but yeah. rather it's a focused um, either reading right out of the book or kind yeah. of... Yeah, so we're quoting the masterworks. We're giving color talk about how the rubber hit the road in yeah. our personal you know, working life. Right. And and it's small pieces focused to the core practices of right. the Scrum Frame. And you don't have to listen to anyone in any particular order. No. They're, they're, no. they're, all they're all siloed. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to go to a... You know, once we build up a library, you want to go sure. and learn about how to... Deconstruct a user story and sure. write them out, and right. you can go to that one. You yeah, know, you just slam agility it. explained. There yeah, it is. and if and if you feel like you forget, you can always return to it. And it's right. you, you hit the nail on this on the head, which was, you know, you got you got this downtime, you got this hidden time where like you're in a mind-numbingly boring situation, like stuck in a traffic jam. And yeah, music's great, but music is also not enlightening usually when you've heard it for the millionth time. Right. So why not get something that you're going to use as soon as you get out of that car and walk in the office? Right, with some actionable things that you could take on yeah. uh, the very next day or that yeah. same day. You know, if you're driving to work, you can use it that day, same day. You know, yeah. I love it. I wish somebody had done that for me, like you know, five, ten years ago. So. That would have changed my life. So. It's not too late for the rest of you. <laughs> it's not too late. Right. We're going to do this. Record your own voice reading those great master books and let us know where your recording can be found on Twitter using the hashtag TellAgileCoffee. Yes, please. This would be great. Perhaps in the show notes we could go ahead and provide links to anyone doing this. So check back often to AgileCoffee.com slash episode 12 and we'll see if we can get a few of those harnessed and linked up there and put on so everyone can share. Nice. I'll be reading them, or I'll be listening to them. That's the beauty of it. That's what I hope, too. All right, what else do we have to talk about today, gentlemen? We do have the Agile Open coming up. That is the 9th and 10th. Sold out. 9th and 10th. With a wait list. With a wait list of 16 and counting. This is the hottest, biggest blockbuster Agile Open 116 on the campus of UCI on Thursday and Friday, the 9th and 10th of September. And there's like such a diversity. There's only going to be a hundred lunches ordered. So it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring my own. No, 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 no I'm just. I'll, I don't know. And yeah. Diana Larson is our facilitator. Yeah, is the Diana Larson that's locked in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's a it's a free year's membership to the Agile Alliance included. So it's a complete wash. So for someone who's never been to an Agile Open, what am I going to be expecting? Oh my gosh! Any topic on earth conceivable that would change the world of work is is potentially going to be discussed there. And on top of that, you can opt out of the topic in the room with complete impunity. Hmm. That means no guilt, no harm, no blood, no foul. And you're yeah, it's it's awesome. You're allowed to just walk out. Flowing. They call it like a butterfly. And 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 there's many reasons to butterfly. One is you've got diverse interests. The other are somebody's acting like a wolf. And they're mon- they're completely monopolizing the conversation, and you can just vote with your feet and say, you know, there's a lot of opinions in this world, and they're not all you know in this room. 
Uh, you know, the other thing is that you can control the flow of, of the topics. All you have to do is propose the topic that you're most interested in, and people, because it's democratic, will show up in the room if they want to discuss it with you. And so there's many, you could say that it's a sister practice. Uh, the open space practice is what's driving this Agile Open, hence the name. And it's a sister practice to Agile Coffee, which is also democratic and time-boxed and diverse. So it's a natural fit for the way that we, that we, we learn in Agile. And the other thing is it's local. It's local and affordable. So the people that you actually work with are likely to rub shoulders with, you know, in the workaday life out there, corporate world, will be there. And quite honestly, that's how I learned about my current employer is through an Agile Open. Right. One of my biggest uh, takeaways from going last year mm-hmm. was – you know, getting into these small breakout sessions with people around a particular topic, mm-hmm. I realized that some of what was going on in my particular world were I was not alone. There were right. other people that were facing the same issues. They may have had those obstacles in the past. They had maybe overcome those obstacles, and they were able to you know um, give me some insight that in, in places that I I was not aware of before. So that was really in, in, insightful for me. Yeah. So there's like that validation of hearing right. other people's stories. Okay. Yes. John, you're not crazy. Right. Yeah. I love that. Right. You know, if I don't hear that at least once a year, yeah. like I I have nervous breakdowns right. and stuff. Yes. And then on top of that, it's also like a sounding board. You know, right. I have this this agile right. coffee that like you know as as we've done today, uh, right. talk about my crazy ideas. But you can do that at Agile Coffee with a larger audience, right. and there's value in that. I think that that builds everybody's professional edge, if you will. So one thing that Woody, the organizer, one of the main organizers of Agile Open uh, SoCal this year, had sent out in an email uh, was that he'd like to try using posters to kind of kickstart yeah. the conversation. That's new. Uh, 11 by 17 inch posters. Correct. Got a few examples on his site. The link is on our site at agilecoffee.com slash episode 12. You can see a link to the site that talks about these posters to get some kind of a conversations kickstarted. So th- these kinds of assignments are the ones that really get you honest very quickly, which is do you do you kind of put your money where your mouth is or your your elbow grease where your mouth is right like we want to be expressive we want to communicate are you willing to invest the time in making a poster like that and creating the environment where your ideas are going to be shared and discussed mm-hmm. so i mean it's a challenge i don't know if i'm up to the challenge i mean i i multitask and overload myself quite frequently with with things like that but I'm extremely interested to see how many people actually do crank out posters. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'll probably crank out at least one poster myself. Um, we are all on the steering committee mm-hmm. of the Agile Open, uh, so it's really True fun that. learning about how to go ahead and organize one of these Opens. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing more of them in the future, mm-hmm. not only participating, sure. but also helping in the organizational. Give back. Settings. You know, somebody helped us. Sure. Uh, we should help others. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up episode 12 of the Agile Coffee podcast, unless anyone else yeah. has Yeah, a good experience. Yeah, this is a pleasure. I really yeah. got to do this again. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. This is good. So I will um, finish reading the book and get a um, get something going out to everyone <laughs> to invite them to also read the book and maybe uh, give my own kind of book review in the meantime. This is this is a good book. The, yeah. There's no way that this uh, that reading this book could not be worth your time. Yeah, I mean Jeff Sutherland, he created Holy Scrum. Holy smokes, Come he's on. the guy. What else do you need to know? Yep, <laughs> for yeah. sure. 
All right. Well, thanks again to Brett Palmer, Brett underscore Palmer. That's at Brett underscore Palmer on Twitter. And to John Jorgensen at Water Scrum Bond. True that. Looking forward to talking to you gentlemen again sometime soon. And you can reach out to us once again at Tell Agile Coffee, the hashtag Tell Agile Coffee or Ask Agile Coffee and be part of the conversation. Until then, enjoy your coffee. Agile Coffee.